Hey guys, you guys are gonna hear the intro twice, but um, this is gonna be for the episode. This is again my draft series of where I'm ranking draft draftees, I guess. Kids coming out of college, and I'm going to start doing two kids at a time per episode just to make the episodes a little longer and more worth watching, so you get a little bit more information as you go. So, uh, this was before I decided to do this, so I do have two like half episodes in this one so i just hope you guys enjoy it uh you'll get what you'll get what i mean when you see it just enjoy the episode and have a good day thank you hello ladies and gents and welcome to the college basketball insider prodigy podcast with your host tyler angel today we'll be continuing my list of players ranking my big board now just to clarify this is not a mock draft this is a big board this is who i think is this is my order of how I rank the players who are coming out of the draft. And this next player is going to surprise a lot of players, as you probably know if you clicked on the title. It's Jalen Green. Now you can say what you want about Jalen Green. And you can say what you want about Evan Mobley. But what separates me, Jalen Green, from Evan Mobley to me is I think in the NBA, the shooting guard position is just more valuable than the center. There are a lot better shooting guards than centers in my opinion. Now, Jalen Green had a very interesting season. As everyone knows, he did play for the G League Ignite, who did make the playoffs in the G League. Um, just to check the G League Ignite stats real quick. He averaged... I'm sorry, he played 15 games, started all 15, 32 minutes per game, 5.6 field goals, 3.6 field goal attempts, 46 from the field, 43 from the line on 5 attempts per game, 82% from the free throw line, 2.7 turnovers, 1.7 fouls, and 17.9 points, 2.8 assists, and 4.1 rebounds. Jalen Green is, here, let me just let this real quick. Green, sorry, I'm going to look up this. It was on basketball reference, so I wanted to. Jalen Green is a six foot, six foot five, 178 shooting guard. He went to prolific prep, prolific prep high school his last year of high school. Um... There have been debates about his height. They're saying we're from six foot five, six foot six. Number one player in the class from some places on what they say. Um, from what I see from Jalen Green, he's a very good player. Um he has good natural instincts. He's very aggressive, he plays with he has a good motor. He looks comfortable with the ball when he has it. Uh, you can tell that he works hard. From all accounts, he's one of the hardest workers a lot of people have heard of. I expect him to keep that energy up in the NBA. Uh, I think that he has a very good... I think that he has a very good three-point shot. Well, no, I'm not going to say very good. He has a good three-point shot, which he proved in the G League. And I mean, shooting 82% from the line is very good for him. To just show people this is what I do. 
He got seven. He got eighteen points per game. Basically, he is bucket. He's always been a walking bucket, even through high school. Um, he reminds me a lot of Anthony Edwards because Edwards and him both lack the same things. They both very have have very high. They they very they lack defensive prowess a lot, but I think that both are very good players and both are extremely athletic. Uh, if you want something to go look up, go look up on Jalen Green's dunks. He's had he has a incredible dunk package. Um, if I'm correct, he has a pretty good wingspan. Some of the teams I could see him being taken to is obviously the Magic. I think the Magic would be a nice fit. Play alongside Cole Anthony or and or Mark. Mark Elfolds, uh, who are both good point guards, but not great point guards. I think that you can definitely take Jalen Green if you want him. Um, we look at the standings, see some of the here standings. Sorry, that took a little bit. Uh, so. Right now, I think some of the things we need to look at is um the teams he could be taken to. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the Pistons. I think he's perfect for the Pistons, really, because the Pistons are missing a lot of scoring. I think. Uh, the pre they're if I'm correct, they are like third last in the Eastern scoring. So obviously, he would help that. They are not a bad defensive team. They're not a great defensive team, but they're definitely not a bad defensive team. So I really do think that he'd be fine going there because they're not looking for too much defensive prowess. Jeremy Grant, Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart, Tyler Bay, all would be good players because he can pass the ball. It's not his specialty, but he could. Tyler Bay could be a nice bail-up pass. Jeremy Grant's a guy that just does everything. Uh, Isaiah Stewart is very good at lobs and catching lobs, and I think Jalen Green could find him. The point guard spots Killian Hayes, who doesn't need the ball in his hand too much and does not have a very consistent jumper. So I think that's a little iffy. If I was a team, I would want to put guards with the consistent jumpers all around him, which is what I think the Magic can do. Because I know that Marco Fultz, in his first couple years, was not a great shooter, but I know that lately he's been picking up, and I think that'd be a perfect spot for him. Another thing about the Pistons is there are talks about them trying to get Lonzo Ball. So, I mean, if they got Lonzo Ball, that'd be perfect because if anyone's watching any basketball this year, Lonzo Ball is now a, a strap. <laughs> I mean, Lonzo Ball can shoot the ball, and that's something that he lacked very, for a while. But it's important now because now he's shooting it well, and that really will make his player. That'll make Jalen Green play a lot better. Um, next team is the Wizards. I don't think it's the Wizards unless you, they're trading Bradley Beal. So I don't think he's a good fit there. He can play the three a little bit, and I don't think he's a one. I think he can play. I think like, he uses the ball in his hand a lot, which could work. Uh, The Bulls don't have their pick, so another Magic chance. The Magic are probably the ideal team, I think so. Maybe the Raptors, because I think the Raptors have a... I think the Raptors just need scoring. And they have OG Anobi, Pascal Siakam... Chris Boucher and Fred Van Fleet, who are all very good defensive players. So that could help. Pascal is already at defense, I should say. Um, the T-Wolves, no. I just I think that's stupid. 
I think if you're the T Wolves, you need someone who's got pass and putting the two extremely athletic players together on the floor is not a bad thing. But they have an overload of shooting guards. You got your right, Jared Culver, Josh Kogi, Malik Beasley. I think that's just not a good idea. Uh, Rockets, they need scoring, so I think that'd be fine. You're really going to no man's land at that point. Really, you just give him the ball and tell him, go get me 25. <laughs> Which I think is something that he would like. But I just think that, I I think it'd be fine. The backcourt with him and John Wall, obviously not the backcourt of the future, but has does not very well spaced, I don't think. Actually, I could be wrong. I haven't really looked at John Wall's three-point percentage this year, so let me look at that. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I don't think it's good. 32%. That's not what you want next to him. But I do think if he's there, they will take him. Uh, the Pels, if you keep on the ball. Actually, I think he's good for the Pels, but I don't think the Pels will be able to get that pick. Uh, Kings, no. Uh, Thunder, it's an interesting fit. You better have to move Shea to the one or play uh, Jalen at the three. Maybe even Shea at the three. But I think Jalen at the three is more likely. Uh, so really, I just think Jalen Green is going to be a bucket getter at the next level. I think he does his job very well. Uh, that's what they're going to ask him to do. Uh, so... I'm really a throw-up on my next guy, and well, this was a really a tough problem for me to sign between him or Evan Mobley or Jonathan Kaminga. I went with him because I think Kaminga is a bigger kid, and I just don't think that Kaminga is necessarily... I don't like Kaminga's game as much as I like him. Kaminga has all the tools to be amazing, really. Kuminga... Sorry, I'm going to look this up. Here it is. So Kaminga averaged two points less, playing two less games. Uh, his three-point percent was awful, 24. Shooting five a game, so clearly he didn't know when to stop. Uh, his field goal percentage was not very good. So, yeah, I think Green is definitely the choice there. His free throw wasn't very good either. So, I think that although he's more athletic, I think that Jalen Green's the right choice there. And I just think that the center position is not as good as it was at one point, which obvious, which is obvious because centers used to be utilized a lot more. But I think Jalen Green, you put him in the NBA, give him a nice pick-and-roll game. I think he's definitely going to be in a good spot. I do wish he went to college this year. I would have loved to watch him play anywhere, really. I think Auburn, he said, would have been his choice, which him and Sharif Cooper would have been awesome, but I'm sure he was being offered to be paid, to be honest. But as everyone knows about the scandal at Auburn this summer. Uh, so, yeah, that's just my picks, my, cho- my choice that he's going to be third. At fourth, I'm probably going to put Mobley. At fifth, I'm going to put Kaminga. Um, then after that, I'll do a little deciding. But thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this ep- episode. God bless all of you. Thank you. 
Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to the College Basketball Insider Prodigy Podcast with your host, Tyler Angelo. And today I will be continuing my series of ranking all the players on my big board, one through... I'm expecting to go to around 15. That's the plan. I'm not sure if I might go more. I might go less. I'm not really sure right now. It matters how you guys think of it. it matters how I feel. Um, So... My first player was Kate Cunningham, obviously no-brainer. Second was Jalen Suggs. Number three was Jalen Green. Now, my fourth one is a guy that has been widely regarded as a number two pick, number three pick at the latest. And he's a guy I'm a little lower on than a lot of people. And I understand why a lot of people are high on him, but my player that I'm going to be talking about today is Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is a forward, mostly a center. Uh, seven foot, 210 pounds. He's from California, played at Rancho Rancho Christian High School. Got to watch a couple of his games in high school. He wore number four at USC, which is where he would play his only one-year college basketball. He averaged 6.4 points per game, 8.7 rebounds, and 2.4 assists while shooting the ball from a very well 57% field goal. 30% from the three and 69 from the line. His effective field goal percentage was 5.59. His PR is 29. His wing share, wind shares was, 60, was 6.9. He was NCAA All-Region, Consensus All-American, 2021 Pac-12 Rookie of the Year, 2012 or 2021 All-Pac-12, 2021 All-Pac-12 Thorny, Pac-12 All-Defense, Pac-12 All-Freshman, 21 2021 Pac-12, sorry, I read this. I believe that says Defensive Player of the Year and Pac-12 Rookie of the Year. So clearly this kid's filling up a pretty impressive one year at college. So Evan Mobley to me is not as high for me, and this is why. The center position, and I went over this a little bit in the Jalen Green video. But the center position in the NBA is so less valuable than it was before. And I think that's really going to affect him. Now, from what I saw in college this year, he was dominating. He can shoot the ball. So please do not come at me. Oh, he's, he's a stretch five. Because I don't think he's a stretch five. He shot 30% from the field. From three, I mean. And that's not stretch five worthy. Now... Are you going to tell me, yes, he has a dribble game? Yes, he has a great dribble game. He can dribble ball better than any center in this class, I think, that I can think of off the top of my head. If there's a guy that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he can dribble way better. No, I don't think there is. I think he's probably the most athletic center. Uh, The 6.4 points per game, I think that's very good. He played on a USC team that was not projected to be good, but him and his brother Isaiah really worked and got that team very well. 8.7 Rebounds is something. I know that he had his brother there who was grabbing rebounds as well. So it's not like all the rebounds were just falling into his hands. Uh, He played in the Pac-12, which is a very spread-out conference. It's not a conference that is really a post-conference. It's not the big tenor of the SEC where they go straight into attack. They're very spread out, just like they are in football. And I understand how people are going to feel about the teams he played. Because he didn't play the greatest competition, but he played... Pretty and I mean let's look at the S S C or the sorry the Pac twelve looks like the best conference at the end of the year just because of the tournament. Um, 
His 2.4 assists per game, I think that number will go up in the pros, actually, because I think better cutters, better shooters around him. Uh, 57% from the field is not bad. Um, In the NBA, a problem he's going to have is he's going to have to gain a lot more weight. Because just to look at him, he's 210. Let's go to a guy. Hmm. The first guy I'm going to look at is Robert Williams, 237. Robert Williams is a 6'8 center. Now look at Russell Westbrook. He's a 200-pound point guard. So you see what my... I have a little bit of a problem with him. Uh, The last guy I'm going to look at is a guy that I feel like he'll be compared to a lot. And that's not how he plays right now. But I'm just talking overall, like younger. Al Horford is a guy, my comparison to him. But Al Horford is... Of course it doesn't say it here. Why would it ever say it here? <laughs> here. He's 6'9", 240. So, my point about all of this is that he needs to gain some weight to be an NBA player. My projection is he will be the number two overall draft pick. I don't believe that's what he should be. I think he should be four. But I know that also matters order. Like, I think if the Magic get the pick, I don't think he's getting taken. They're very confident in Wendell Carter. Now, I'm going to go look at the standings and see a little bit what I think about... Uh, da, 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 da. Sorry if you guys don't like my humming. <laughs> so, the standings right now, I mean, it's the same teams that are like to get all these guys at the top. Uh, the Timberwolves, I wouldn't take him. The Rockets, uh, I wouldn't take him either. <laughs> Oklahoma City, yes. And I think that might be perfect because, like I said, I think Al Horford's a player he plays like, and him and Al Horford on the court. Well, Al Horford, I'm sorry, Al Horford's not playing. But they're going to try to get him out of there, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he'll end up being almost like a coach. And I think that he'll be perfect for him. The Kings would be a good team, I think, because you have Marvin Bagley, and he's, eh. Rashawn Holmes has become a good center. Um, Rashawn Holmes is still on the Kings, right? I just, sorry. I want to make sure that's true. Cause I uh, Whiteside's going to be gone after this year, I think. I think I'll actually try to play for someone good. Yeah. All right, I just want to make sure I get that right. Um... I want to look at some, the something about the Kings right now. Uh, they're awful defensive team. Their offense is good though. So this is what you have to look at. He's a big guy. I'm sorry, you didn't mention stats or his steals, which I know he did very well this year. Almost three blocks a game. Point eight steals. Um, two point two turnovers, which is a little bit more than I like to see from an average from a center. But, I mean, I'm going to go through some of the other centers right now in college basketball. We're very good. Let's go to Hunter, Hunter Dickinson. How many he get game? 2.3. But All right. So, a freshman, he's playing like a freshman would. Final guy I want to look at is Drew Timmy. Final guy. How many Timmy get a game? 2.4. Actually, no, then I'm wrong. He he actually did not do awful. He did about a normal job, average rate, keeping the ball. Um, I mean, they have 
I think that they're just not. The Kings are a good spot because they don't. They're a team that likes to run. Uh, Luke Walton, I think, could be fired. So I don't really think Luke Walton's a big part of that. <laughs> now, true, they kept him last year, and I thought he should have been fired because I hate Luke Walton because I'm a previous Lakers fan. But, well, I'm still a Lakers fan. And don't come out with the bandwagons. No, I'm not a bandwagon. I've always been a Lakers fan. If you really want to test me, ask, here, I'm asking you this. Who's Jordan Hill? Yeah. I get asked that question a lot. Uh, obviously, the center from the Lakers a couple years ago. Um, so now I'm going to go over to the Eastern Conference. Some teams I think that would use him. Uh, the Pistons, no. I don't think the Pistons take him. Actually, it matters what you do with Mason Plumley. I believe that's right, Plumley, right? <laughs> Mason. Sorry, God, I'm looking at the wrong one. I have college basketball reference and. Okay, it should. Yeah, Mason Plumley. Yes, Mason Plumley is the one I'm thinking of, yes. I think that he has a couple... I think he's two more years left on his contract, but I, don't, I think he's obviously... You can get rid of him. I mean, I don't think... He's not, like, detrimental to your success. Um, Wiz... I think he's perfect for the Wizards, but I don't know if they're going to drop that far. I think Thomas Bryant comes back, but I think Thomas Bryant comes off the bench then. Uh, Cavs... No, Jared Allen. This is gonna be. This is why I'm thinking that Mobley's gonna fall. Actually, I don't think Mobley's gonna fall. But I, this is why I don't. I'm not the high on Mobley. Is because here I want to go through all this list and see. I'm gonna go through this list and be like, oh, can he start on this team? Now, center player position's not that amazing, but I think there's enough consistent players. Nets, he would start there, but the Nets aren't gonna have a pick. Sixers, no. Bucks, no. Hornets, yes, but Hornets are the four seed. Hawks, no. Heat, no. Celtics, yes, but they're not going to have a pick there. Knicks, no. Pacers, I don't think so. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Bulls, no. Raps, yes. So the Raptors would be a good spot, but I don't think the Raptors are going to fall that far. Cavs, he wouldn't start there. Wizards, maybe. Magic, maybe. Pistons, yeah. Jazz, no. Suns, no. Clippers, no. Nuggets, no. I don't think he would start over Drummond on the Lakers, but I don't think that matters because they don't really have a, they're gonna have a pick up there. Blazers, no. Mavs, no. Well, Mavs are gonna but. Uh, Grizz, no. Spurs, yes. Warriors, no. And they already drafted in the world and pick center, which I think was stupid. The Warriors really messed up, I think, that pick. I think if you take LaMelo, you're fine. I think even if you take Anthony Edwards, you're in a better situation than Wiseman. Because this draft, you guys aren't, aren't going to be good either way. Pelicans, uh... I don't think the Pelicans are dropped that far. Kings, yes. Thunder, yes. Rockets, at he could start power four or Wood would just move there. 
And then Timberwolves, who would have to move to power forward. So, my projection is he'll probably be pick two, all teams considered. He's four on my big board, but that's up to everyone else. Uh, yeah, this is just my opinion on Evan Mobley. I think he'll be a good player. Than, I think he's like a younger Al Horford, like Al Horford when he was younger. So, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you later.